Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey, you guys! It's Cabernet Day after my birthday, Cabernet It's the day after Sue's birthday in real life, but in your life, it's going to be it's a December sixteenth. <laughs> sure. Uh, so congratulations, or maybe it's the seventeenth, or maybe it's the eighteenth. You know, it's sometime circa that week. Yeah, it's not Christmas yet. I don't know days. I'm no scientist. So <laughs> um, no scientist. we. Celebrated Sue's birthday last night. It was very delightful. Party of the century. Party of the century, we're calling it. And uh, I, was, I said decade, but now I, I think it's the century. Century, now. yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not? Who's, Still hungover. Who's, who will contest us? I mean, no one. No one. Um, Everyone who's there thinks that's the same thing. <laughs> so we just watched, because Sue did not get a chance to watch the Five Years Forward episode. Because I might. was busy being on the lot where they shot Yay! Pretty Little Liars, which was um, both amazing. Yeah, so now fun. we've both been. Um, favorite fun facts? Probably that the courthouse and the schoolhouse are the same building. Oh, yes. That's a good fun fact. Um... Also, the church, like, seeing the church, I was just like, oh my god, that's where Ian was, like, hung, and he wasn't really dead. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> such a feeling. Like, I just want to go back there and check my cell phone in front of it, <laughs> and just say the lines that we all know so well, like, I'm still here, and I know everything. everything. And, like, um, I think the coolest thing that I got to do is go down Emily Field's staircase. Oh, yeah! Which so uh, was just really exciting. It's, really it was stupidly, fun. like, no, so jazzy. I also got to see the facade of the new Fuller House. Oh, uh, that's awesome! They just built that and been there. Um, Did they and start shooting that yet? I think they just wrapped. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I thought, because I thought I remembered them, like, tweeting about having table reads and stuff. Yeah. So they're done already? It's exciting. Um, and then, what was the other thing that I saw? Oh, Shameless was being uh, filmed. I didn't get to see any of the famous people. The famous people that I did see was Marlene, and I think it was that Oliver dude oh, yeah, that was on the special, um, walking around the lot. And did you scream? I... We're like, Marlene, Marlene. <laughs> so I like got so excited. Like the people that were seeing me on the tour were like, "That's Marlene," and I was like, <gasps> and I like took a sly like picture on my phone I was just like I need to take a picture but I try to be cool and then I like I was like oh my gosh thank you guys so much and just as I was saying that there were these three girls who were maybe 16 or 14 and they were like Marlene and they started screaming and waving Did she turn and, around? yeah and she like waved but like I was like, oh man, I thought I was dorky. Thank you, ladies. Because that made me feel so much better about my, like, nonchalant. My sister was oh, so yeah. mad at me. She was like, why didn't you go talk to her? Yeah, why didn't you just chase her down? But why she was in the middle her? of, like, a walk and talk. Like, I feel still like. Her. 
I don't know. I treat people how I want to be treated. And if I was in the middle of talking to somebody while I was walking and somebody ran up to me and yeah, started, like, introducing themselves and, like, being in the middle of my business, I'd be totally. like, you know what? I appreciate you saying hello to me, but, like, I was in the middle of something. Absolutely. Like, don't fucking bother me. No, absolutely. I feel like there are very few celebrities you know. I would, like, go up to. I mean, I don't even know who I would at this point. Like, and I was you know, like, I'm basically at their office. Right, exactly. You know? It's not so like she's, like, like, having coffee. Exactly. Like, at a Starbucks. Yeah, like, like, to yeah. interrupt somebody in the middle of their job. Yeah. You could, I could be impacting the whole fate of the show, guys. I know. She could be like, <laughs> and then the end should be, and then you interrupt her, and then she's like, fuck, what was I saying? I totally, no I lost it. I lost, I lost the finale it. idea. Um, but yeah, so that was really cool. Um, I already want to go back and like walk around more. Oh my god. I'm like, I just like, it, it's just so neat to see it. Yeah. And I probably sounded like an idiot, but I said it and I still agree is that as someone who loves television and watches TV so often as I do... It, and now that I've been in production of TV, like, for about three or four years now, I am still amazed at how they make places like The Lot look so different. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because Shameless is filmed there, and it's like, I always feel like Shameless feels like Chicago yeah. so well. Like, yeah. it really feels the coldness of Chicago and all that. And, like, the fact that it's shot on that lot just, like... It really surprises me. And yeah. The same thing when I walk around Astoria Kaufman or when I see things like I'm watching Jessica Jones now, I'm obsessed with it, but they like, I, they had to have shot at Silver Cup because they do a lot of like, I'm like, oh, that's Queensboro oh, Plaza. Yeah. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Like when I see that stuff, it's just so exciting to oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> like I love that like real feel of the way that TV magic works. Totally. And I'm still like enamored by it. I totally agree. I love watching things that are like shot in New York. I just that never gets old to me. But it's one of the reasons why I, I love seeing stuff from New York. I hate LA because it doesn't feel real. Yeah, yeah, right. right LA right. does the weather's so perfect. It's so picturesque. Everybody eats so like healthy and looks so perfect. <laughs> Nobody seems sad. <laughs> Which, hearing out loud, sounds like I'm a crazy person. But, like, I like New York because everybody's real here. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just, it's, yes, there are moments where it feels like a movie, but it's just, like, the craziest movie you've been in. Totally. And so, um, let's talk Should we talk about Five Years Forward? Okay, so, well, I mean, you just watched it for the first time, so tell me your thoughts. I thought it was a really good special. I came in with really low expectations, and I had heard a bunch. I, I listened to the podcast that right. you guys did. I, you know, went online a little bit. I talked to the people at the WB that I was working with um, about it, too, and it was just, um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I really did enjoy it overall. There were definitely production things that I was weird. I really didn't like the voiceover. Oh, the voiceover was um, so bad. And I, I realized I'm not mad at the person who did the voiceover. I'm mad at the direction that they were given. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think it was the right person to do it. And then, like, yeah, the direction. Did we talk about this when we – do you remember hearing us talk about it? I think we must have just offlined about it. Christina, every time the video artist came on, Christina would be like, ah, what? That's awful. I'm sure she's a lovely girl. Yeah, no, it's and that the direction thing, like, was bad. Like, she it wasn't, wasn't well the voice yeah. in general. Yeah. It was – it just felt so – 
you know what it felt like? It felt like it was trying to be the teenage show that this show started out with instead of the adult vibe that the show oh, had. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's the, a good point. Like, I almost wish they had the girls reading the tweets. Yeah. Or people who were involved in the show, because I thought that was really fun, the way that they had Marlene. Had Marlene. And all the way it just felt, you know, you hear so much about how the show has a great cast, everyone, crew, they all work together, they love each other. You felt that in that this yeah. special that I appreciated. Not yeah. so much with the girls with each other, which you guys touched on before, but right. like, I feel like Spencer looked jaundice. I mean, Troy yeah. looked like very yellow. Yeah. Um, and like, just exhausted. Yeah. Hannah looked like she might have been like hungover. Like, she looked very, uh, Ashley, sorry, in real life, her, they, sitting there, she looked very just distant. Yeah, she Emily looks like, like the vessel of a human that she is. Right, exactly. The gorgeous vessel that it is. And uh, fucking Aria, I'm sorry. Lucy, Lucy was Hale. a goddamn professional. I could watch that girl talk forever. Yeah, she's amazing. She is such an engaging conversationist. Yes. She speaks very well. She holds herself excellently. And it seems genuine. And she's just totally. such a professional. Like, it's just, she just seems like a lovely person. Which is disappointing, too, because, you know, I feel like I've heard a lot that, like, Ashley's really into the story and the mystery and stuff. And when she was talking a little bit about, like, the show, she seemed more animated. But I feel like she was very nervous about she, the whole she thing. Just I wonder if she tired. doesn't like being interviewed. Almost. I mean, yeah, maybe. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, I think it's the interesting thing about some actors, right? That they can be so engaging on camera, but then, like, when they're acting and then when they're just being themselves, they it doesn't. They just yeah. don't feel comfortable. They feel nervous. They don't. Which, yeah, I think that's an interesting I mean, think dynamic. About it. I just, How many interviews do you see of her? Well, right, true. But I think I think also you hit the nail on the head when you were like, maybe they filmed this after they've been shooting all day, yeah. and they were like, okay, now stay late and do this, and they were like, ugh, and like exhausted, which yeah, fine, but I like mean, they definitely just seemed exhausted, other than Lucy Hale, who's a goddamn professional. I was well, like, perk up, bitches, this is your jam. Exactly, and I think that you're right about that, but I do feel like, and I've been that person where I've been on set, and everybody's in the middle of filming, and I think it's also like... As much as it doesn't feel... If you have a real job and you work your fucking ass off at a job, acting seems like a fucking joke. Because <laughs> right. you're like, you work for like five minutes, you get to hang around all day, you get pampered, you know, but it is exhausting. It's Especially exhausting. how serious I think they take they're acting on this show. Well, yeah, I was going to say, of course, absolutely. I mean, that's more exhausting than anything. I mean, like when you are performing and emotionally and mentally engaged that way... It's very exhausting. Yeah. And then and then the hanging around, waiting, can it's, be exhausting. Yeah, just as bad. Yeah, definitely. And, like, mentally, like, I'm not putting anything on, like, how, you know, exhausting their job can be. I'm just saying, like... No, but I agree. You're still Uncross working. your arms and sit up straight and be present. Yes. Ashley. Yeah, exactly. No, and I that's I know you where, listen to this. But, I mean, and I've just dealt with actors that way, too, where they've just been, like, they're just... They have to be there. That's why they're there. And they don't have to be their best at this because this isn't their acting. This is them being them. <laughs> and they so don't need you. Like, I agree, and I'm, like, mad at it, too. But at the same time, I'm not surprised that that was the way it was. It felt a lot more genu genuine in that Halloween special that they did where they were all together. Yeah. With the candles, I like that a little bit more. That's where it just seemed like maybe they just seemed tired or something in this. Yeah. They just seemed like something was going on. But I want to ask you, um, 
because you or I guess actually someone had told you was it Kelly mm-hmm. had told you like oh she was almost in a way disappointed because she felt like they gave away too much oh Tanuki's here to podcast with us Tanuki's like are we talking about the spoilers because <laughs> I got something to a say a lot of feelings but yeah you Kelly had mentioned to you that she thought they almost gave away too much there are too many spoilers mm-hmm. um what did you think um, it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be, um, because when she said that, but I was actually happy with the amount that I learned. Yeah. I feel like there, the thing that actually I was most annoyed about was the moms talking about how they got out of the basement. Oh, really? Why is that? I'm a little bit annoyed that the writers didn't give them anything. Resolve that, yeah. That's interesting. Even if it was just to the actors themselves and we don't see it on screen. But just like, just so you know, this is what happened with your character. Yeah. That's interesting. It makes me angry because I feel like that was their trauma. And like, that's what Ashley says in the basement. It's just like, this is what the girls must have felt like. And I feel like that was supposed to help them understand their daughter's PTSD a little bit oh, better. They had their own frightening moment. Because we don't see the moms ever really get scared. And sure. that was scary for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I want to know how that resolved and how they kind of... Even as an actress, I feel like I would want to be like, how did I become whole after that scariness? Right. How did I bond with my daughter after that? Right, right. And... For them to be kind of just like, oh, we don't know how we got out. I think it was this. I think it was that. Like, as funny as it was to hear them say that, it makes me a little bit angry because that's part of storytelling is like knowing if you don't even tell me, I think you should know. Yeah. You know, and if you're going to do something like trap people like that. And also have them explain that it was very similar to what happened to their daughters. That's a really interesting point. I didn't think about it that and way. And you're did right. It. Who? Yeah. Who was the one that locked them down there? Oh, yeah. Who was it? Is it the new Big Bad? I mean, that's the only thing that I would feel better if that was what happened. Yeah. But I don't think so. Because who else would it have been? And that's the thing that, like, that really annoyed me. I mean, could it have been Charlotte? I don't think so. That's, like, hard to remember now. Because then it's like she would be, like, zigzagging all around town. Right. I don't know. But, and you also brought up a good point of just, like, if Charlotte gets out of the mental institution, she would be going to jail, oh, yeah. so right? Say- or is this, are we supposed to say that she had a mental disorder and then she's now cured of that mental disorder? So the big, obviously, part of the flash forward, of course, is Charlotte getting, you know, we see the scene with Charlotte and Allie and Jason, and Allie's, like, defending Charlotte and wants her so badly to get out, and she's like, you know, she's doing better, she's getting better, she's going to be better, she's going to get out. And how is that possible? Because if you did these heinous things, I mean, she did kill people. Didn't she kill people? Now it's like, I feel like if I don't watch Pretty Little Liars for like two days, I'm like, I forget it all falls out of my head. But yeah, I just think she... there's a lot to keep track of. There's a lot going on. It's a rich tapestry. But yeah, I think, I I just don't see any way, like even if if you went to a mental institution... You did these heinous things. Instead of going to jail, you go to a psychiatric ward or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not... You could... I feel like you could get better and get out to go to jail for yeah. a while at least. Yeah. You're going to be in for five years for kidnapping in the whatever. Yeah. I'm like trying to think I've been watching Law & Order nonstop for like three <laughs> weeks. 
like, you know, kidnapping. Um, I mean, could you be charged with something like the fact that you kidnapped them and then the fact that you tortured? I mean, is that like a crime? Is that something to be charged with? Like torture? Yes. All right. So kidnapping, torture. I mean, I'm sure there's a different way of like wording it. Malicious intent of actions or something. Like some sort of weird like, yeah. But like, no, I mean... I guess this is dream world where if you go to a shrink long enough, the only shrink in the world, by the way. Yeah. I was happy to see Dr. Sullivan. Yeah. But she's how the is only she the doctor only in the world? And her hair gets better and better every time yeah, we see her. Yeah, she's great. I, I hope that. we see her more in six feet. My favorite thing about the special was that there's a new clothing person, and she seems so much more normal, and already the girls seem better. That's so funny that you, like, I didn't know you had anything against the old clothing chickie. She was a character. It was just some of the weirdest shit. And, like, there was just a lot of it. You thought it was too weird. You thought it was too much. Well, the thing that always annoyed me about the old uh, clothing person was, why are you putting girls who are playing high schoolers who are already older than high schoolers in blazers? Oh, that's interesting. Because there is nothing that makes a woman look older than a a blazer. That's a good point. You know, like, yes, they looked very sharp and put together, but it was just, and I, I doubt that kids today wear blazers to school, but we fucking didn't. It was funny that they said that the girls number one request was, um, less jewelry and smaller Smaller jewelry. jewelry. I guess it's just because I love a statement necklace and I love, I mean, obviously they did wear some weird stuff. fucking painful Well, and they, they they did wear weird stuff, but it's also kind of, I don't know, for whatever reason, it kind of made me, or like rubbed me the wrong way to hear that they said that because it's kind of like this still, and it's sticking with the dream world thing. It's like, this is a dream, weird, rosewood world where everything's a little bit over the top. So, mm-hmm. of course, you're going to wear over-the-top outfits and jewelry. You. you know? So, it's like, of course, Hannah's going to wear a necklace that you're like, what the fuck is that necklace? And you don't have True. to wear it in your own life, Ashley. Sit up straight. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to really quick see what Tanika's doing in the kitchen. Talk okay. about something else that you think. Is he making us an appetizer? He's um, eating his little, he's on antibiotics because he has diarrhea. <laughs> and he's like kicking his little syringe um, another thing that I discussed while we were watching it too is um, we loved the section with the guys talking and I really want Caleb and Fitzgerald's gay porn <laughs> like, oh that god. has to happen they're so cute when they look at each other oh my god it I, just, would, like, I would watch that on repeat yeah it was just the, the lighting of the men in that interview they looked all fantastic. Yeah. Um, Keegan Allen was also very eloquent with his speech and, like, really offered some great insights about everything. I appreciate, even when he we, we interviewed him, I just, I really appreciate his whole, like, method and his thoughts about things. I totally agree. And I think the, it was such an interesting um, uh, comparison or juxtaposition of, like, the girls' dynamic and the guys' dynamic. Because yeah. the guys, and, I mean, they did seem, I thought more, like, peppy and engaging, and also just very much, you could tell that they admired each other. You know, like, you Absolutely. could tell that they, like... They enjoy working with each other. Yeah. They enjoy doing what they're doing. They're all very happy. Um, and very well-spoken and just yeah. very... You just feel, get the sense that they all, like, really enjoy... And again, not that the girls were like, eh, what's this? But, like, no. you just really felt like they really 
we're excited to be talking about their characters yes. and about each other and to like exactly. sort of lift each other up and yeah. to like toss a ball to each other and be like, oh my god, but this guy and his character changed and mm-hmm. oh, I love when you do this or whatever. And it was, it's just fun to see them having such a camaraderie. That's a good way of putting it, to toss the ball. It definitely felt like a more um, fluid conversation, yeah. the way that conversational patterns happen when you're talking about a subject, whereas yeah. the girls seemed like the only one that could pull it together and really speak correctly about what was going on and, like, a correctly is wrong, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, eloquent. eloquently, yeah. And no, they weren't doing very much, I guess, towards the end. Honestly, I feel like they perked up the most at the very end when they were talking about the, the pilot season, and yeah. reminiscing. Then they seemed to sort of, you know, perk up. But until then, it just seemed like, okay, now I'm, I'm talking. Well, Which, whatever. I'm sure that's the way they, yeah. it was produced that way, to be like, Oh, tell me about your storyline, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your storyline. Yeah. But it just seemed like with the guys, there was more like... They were so ju- eager yeah. to talk about it. They, they really wanted to and get And they wanted it. to set, like, even if, like, Caleb was talking about his storyline, you kind of, maybe the other guys were chiming in, or they were kind yeah. of, or he would be like, and then, like, also, like, I've yeah. been really good friends with Keegan's character this season, or whatever it is. I just oh, my God, I can't wait. I hope we see oh, these fishing trips. Oh, my God, it's so good. That fishing trip thing when they were like, yeah, we hang out all the time, Caleb and Toby. They have such a bromance. I'm so excited for it. You know what I caught, though, that I didn't catch the first time? Uh, because obviously it's devastating that Caleb is not together. But one of the first things that Tyler says is, oh, and then I'm in the shoebox apartment, but then, like, Ashley or Hannah has decorated it. So did you that catch that? So were, like, does that mean that was when they um, were living in New York? God, oh, and I then, do think we'll see them living in New York. Oh, so they do go to New York together, and then she goes to New York and meets someone yeah. else. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I was thinking like, but, okay, I misunderstood. I was thinking it was like, oh, well, that's obviously a clue that they're gonna get back together very soon. But I forget, I forgot that they were together originally. My thought, my theory with the heart shaped bed is that. Hannah and Caleb get married in Vegas. Oh my god, how funny would that be? That'd be amazing. The, I don't know. That's like as soon as they were talking about that, I'm like, that has to be what happens. Yeah. Because they, ah, they're so meant to be for, like, they're made for each other. Yeah. But, well, what? they're obviously gonna, Hannah and Caleb are together. What's the point? They're definitely, they're definitely <laughs> gonna get back together. I mean, there's no question, right? It, yeah. It would just be like shameful. But yeah. So then the other segment, they were talking to the. Uh, the props master and the set decorator. And the props master, that was ridiculous. Well, so it was a little bit. It was a little bit much. I honestly can't even remember what I said about it the first time we talked about. This I don't and even remember. But Kelly it was Corey, but so ridiculous. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was a lot. It was a little. It was like at first I was like. Oh. But I'm on. I'm on board. And then the further they took it, the further they took it. I was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. He just seemed like he had a lot of personality that he wanted to get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then I thought it was funny. He was like, bye. And he literally did not come back for the rest of the segment. They're like, that's your bit. Yeah. I wonder whose idea it was or who wrote it or like, I don't know. I've always liked Chris Bale though. I mean, like, I like follow him on Twitter and I think he, you know, even um, in the first special, the Halloween mm-hmm. fan special, he was like, he, you know, they all just seem like such a fun, charismatic crew. Yeah. And that doesn't isn't always the case for yeah. people behind the scenes because that's what they do stuff behind the scenes you know and like they all just seem so like charismatic prop people also usually have quirky personalities yes yeah. because you really have to learn how to like you have to see the world where you can make something that isn't a thing another thing yeah you know what I mean like you you really have to be very ingenuitive and creative like you have to have that mechanical how things are, you work and put them together and right, create right. it but you also have to be very 
creative and artistic. Right. That's a good point. Um, That's a really good point. Conan has a really great segment with his prop master where, like, he does things on a budget. Like, he'll do gifts and he'll be like, Christmas on a budget. And he'll be like, take a toilet seat, put a bow on it, boom, Christmas wreath. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so ridiculous. Like, insane. Um, ideas. I- I uh, was going to ask you something related to that, but now I forget. Is there anything else from this episode that stood out to you? Uh, Mona. The Mona thing was interesting. Oh, my God. Uh, No one told me about that. I didn't see anything about that. And that, to me, I can see how Kelly felt like it was a spoiler, but to me that was like... Everything I love about Pretty Little Liars back. Like, that really... I feel like was the most jazzed I felt about getting the new season yeah. and the flash forward. Like, I've been on board. I've been happy about it. I'm intrigued. But the fact that, like, I feel like I hadn't seen a ton of um, Mona in the previews and oh, stuff. Yeah. And I was really you worried. You forget about Mona. Or I don't know. I kind of honestly did a little bit. I a little bit forgot about. I can't about... because she's one of my favorite characters. I think... Ever. And I think she just, Chanel Parrish does such a fucking good job with that character. And she's so creepy. And I do believe in her as the first evil A. And, yeah. You know, even seeing her in Allie and Allie being like, you ran me out of town. Right. Was the first time that I really felt like, no, Allie really was running away from Mona. She didn't realize yeah. it was Mona, but. Yeah. M- Mona's scariness towards her, like. Yeah. Really fucked her up. Do you think we'll ever find? Should be something else. Do you think we'll ever find out what Allie did? What Allie time? fucking did the whole time? It drives me crazy. Um, I don't know. I hope so. From the sound of it, though, it sounds like it's something that happens when they're all back in town. Yeah. And I'm still not. So why are they all back in town? Because, because they have to testify to like all right. for Charlotte or whatever, like to the fact of but like something she get out that forces them to stay. That's what's weird. Something that's like what would force them to stay? Especially as an adult that's left my hometown, I cannot imagine going back there for anything and then something happening where I'd be like, "Sorry, rest of my life." Well, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna. I think what it what it has to be is whatever the new threat is. Like the new threat mm-hmm. obviously must present itself in the first episode, right? I mean it couldn't not. It would probably be like the cliffhanger at the end of the episode or you know. And then I bet that's what it is. I bet then they feel like they have to stay to protect Allie, Allie. or themselves or whatever. Yeah. To basically solve the mystery. I'm stoked to figure out what Emily's mystery is. Oh my god, I know. So that Marlene was... gave that big uh, cliffhanger of yeah. that Emily has the biggest secret in the first episode. Um, what do the... you think it could be? She's Something. not gay anymore? No. She wants to be a mixologist? No. I think it's something... There's something shady that happened. Something. You think she did something shady? I think so. <gasps> she started... Because you see she her kind of a, take she the money... She became a prostitute. She, we see her take the money when, in the very last episode where she, like, puts her tip at kind of, like, in her bag, kind of. Remember that? Oh, of the... 
Wait, what do you mean? Which is bartending, aren't you? Yeah. If you look at the last episode, oh, I'm pretty sure she does something where she, like, kind of seems slightly... Or not the last slightly. episode, but the preview. Yeah. No, the very last episode. In the very last episode of the season, they do the flash forward to the five years, and it's, like, a hot minute. Yeah, just in the classroom. I think you're thinking of the four-minute preview of the first episode. Maybe that was yeah. it. Either way. Either That's way. interesting. So they, she puts her tip, like, presumably where, like, if you worked in, and I've never worked in the service industry, but if you did, like, you would put your tips in, like, like a, a jar, because everyone pools it, like, but, like, she, like, put it in her bag. Like, I feel like Emily might have, like, a little criminal element to her. Oh, that's interesting. Because she, now that her dad's dead, she just feels like life is pointless, which maybe this is mean for me to say. Then please go on. But if your family member is in a job like firemen, policemen, army, like, there's just a higher element of risk involved in the job. So we assume that her dad died in service. Didn't she say that? I don't, I can't remember if they said it, but I think we assume, right? I'm not sure. I would have to go back and look, but... I just, I feel like it's something where you have to grow up with a sense of mortality if your family's in that, sure, right? That like, I just sense. feel like, because they see so much. Oh, absolutely. And it does impact them. So I just feel like it's an odd thing that if her dad died, it made her feel so pointless about life, you know? Like... Like you're um, saying, like, like you're saying, her more than anyone with, and when you have a parent who's in a, a line of work that's dangerous, yeah, you feel like it's almost that you would almost you always never, live yeah, with you, that fear. You so. never know if you don't want it to happen. You're always scared it would happen, but you know it's a possibility that it yeah. could happen. No, I guess that definitely makes so. sense. But I think still, like she was so like attached to her dad, and, and she's was, such like, an you know, emotional, person. she's such an emotional person. Yeah, I think that's very she's been through so much she. that yeah, maybe exactly. losing her dad and not being able to spend time with him. I guess. Yeah, of course. Your yeah. dad died. And you're going to be sad no matter what. True. I mean, like, if you're a parent, you're, the whole you're going to be sad no matter thing, what. Like, I don't know. But I can see her kind of feeling like maybe she just doesn't care about rules as much anymore. And oh, she, I yeah. I like her, that. That's such a good point. Because like, she's like, what do I have to live for? off something or, like, yeah. you know, like, lie, cheated, stole she kind of She felt like, yeah, that's a really good point. Sort of like, what... What even matters in life anymore? Like, yeah, I could see her doing like some sort out. of like burglary. I thing. like that. Oh, I like that. I hope so. I mean, she's acting insane enough in the last season that look at us theorizing already. I know. It's so great. <laughs> I know. What else do we think is going to happen? Uh, I mean, I love the Mona trying to go work at the new mental asylum to get close to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. What is Mona's career going to be? Where she's starting a career in the public eye? Yeah. Is Mona going to be like? The next Kesha? Like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what she said. I'm starting to career in the public eye. What does that even mean? Is she, like, gonna... I don't know, but I'm so jazzed. I don't know if she would... That'd be interesting, too, because that would mean, like, she still has that rivalry with Spencer. Yeah. That she's willing to go into po- politics. That would be interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. I really want to meet Arya's boyfriend. I thought it was interesting that we don't see Arya yeah. or Hannah's man, really. yeah. Um, I don't I'm like, interested to see who Arya's dating because she slept with that twink and then she had Ezra and it's just like, and every other man who came her way, she thought 
loved her. Right. Um, it would be interesting to see who she ends up with. What kind yeah. of guy? What he looks like. I did not really... I'm not really into Dr. Rollins. He's not really doing it for me. He looks like such a weird sitcom dad. Yeah. It was, absolutely. That's a great And he was it. much older than I thought he'd be. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's a doctor, so yeah. Right. But... I mean, I guess I'm excited to see what Allie in a healthy relationship was. I didn't like teacher Allie. Oh, yeah. her passion for teaching was creeping me out. It was kind of weird. It was kind because of a weird 180. I'm so used to her just every breath is a lie. Yeah. Hearing her be passionate about and school genuine, like, and stuff yeah. just felt weird. Yeah. I'm really excited for the next season to be creepy. I hope it's creepy like they say it is because I, I miss I feel like too it, scary. I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I think. I, I don't I miss being feeling scared. Like I remember there were some episodes, you know, in the early seasons where it was like would I would legit be like, ah, I couldn't Yeah, I mean there's I definitely sleep with uh, a light on. And I miss that. And then I feel like it lost that element. And now I'm kind of Got hoping more, this like, will go back to it. Crazy. Yeah, I'm hoping that it can get back to the the creepiness and the, you know, lurking, the mysterious evil that's lurking and you know just the creepiness oh i want something i'm interested to see emily and page ew no why because i think i went back and who annoyed oh shower was horrible yeah what's up with shower Shower being so horrible made me really um, for Paige. It yeah. always made Paige too okay. Yeah. I forgot already about Shower Harvey. She's obviously very involved, I'm sure, in whatever the mystery is. Or at least I would hope. And then that makes her not pointless. But they know. didn't talk about her at all. But we no. know she's in the first episode or because we see her in the yeah. flash forward thing, right? Like she's at the cemetery with Emily's. Yeah, in the in the four minute preview. Or maybe it's in the trailer. That. It might be in the trailer. We see Emily's at the cemetery, like at her dad's grave. And she kind of like looks and like Sarah Harvey's like walking through the cemetery. Fucking Black Widow. I know. So that's a bummer. Oh man, I kind of got sad. I forgot that she exists. Yeah, we're going to have to deal with that again. Um, Kelly came over and was doing my hair and we were watching the, uh, an old episode that I had DVR'd from the, uh, finale lead up marathon where okay. it was like all the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were watching the shower Harvey segment and just the way she talks normally Ugh. is so weird. It's so bizarre. But you know, they were interviewing her and I was just like, you are definitely a model-turned-actress. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, so obvious. So, so, like, I think that she is a beautiful girl, but it's just, she is not an actress yet. <laughs> She's not, but you know what I was thinking during this episode, for whatever reason? I really think, like, uh, Shane Mitchell has come a long way. Oh, absolutely. I think she, like, yeah. I was watching some of the little, just, like, reaction scenes and, like, yeah, she she does a good job. As much as like she feels like an empty vessel at times, I do think her emotional acting, like she's really good at looking sad yes. and looking concerned. Absolutely. And she's very expressive. Like when Marlene was like she's the heart of the show, she really does give a lot of good Yes. Whose ringtone is that? I always forget. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis just did a little cameo there with the Hi, vote. Hi, Dennis. Um, 
So Yeah, she is the heart of the show. She is like definitely. I um yeah, I I agree that she did great. Or maybe not the heart of the show, but she has heart. She's that element of like if you know if we're talking like Captain Planet, <laughs> she's heart. Arya's wind. wind. Ashley's fire. Sure. Troyan's what are the rest of them? I just want Water. somebody to be the monkey that sits on the guy's <laughs> shoulders. But I was like, I, I don't know. Um, let's see, what else did I have? I don't think there was that much else that I... Um, I missed Mia Peoples, but you guys said the same thing. Yeah, where's Mia? I hope she's making her music or music videos. Yeah, God bless. Um, and, man... Don't talk about more skin if you're not going to show more skin. Oh, I know. Little they CTs. They did, like, <laughs> they were teasing more skin. The guys talking about that there's more skin next season. But I think it might have been in one of, um, I don't remember if it was in a montage of one of the bumpers, or it might have been, like, we were watching it on demand. So the commercials, quote-unquote commercials, yeah. were basically just, like, a season 60 preview or something. Yeah. And it might have been in that, but they showed, it's like a close-up of, like, Caleb's pulling on pants, and then it goes to an extreme close-up of just, like, his hips and, like, a little, like, top butt. As it, oh, my God, yeah. You, I, I thought oh I said my. something, but maybe I was just, like, too stunned to even point it out to you. I wish we could yeah. show dangly parts of mine. I know. I don't understand it. We see tits constantly on TV. That's dangly parts for men. That's dangly part. That is my other note that I think, um, new gay friends. Oh, new yeah. male gay friends. What? And especially seeing the men who work on the show, I'm just like, how does it not infuriate you yeah. that this group of four women don't know a Doesn't single gay a man? Single gay friend. That's a good point because we obviously hate new friends, but I would but do I a want new a new gay, gay friend. Gay male friends, yeah. Definitely. And I'm not saying it has to be like a just drag caricature of a gay man. No. But just some. Another what guy if the new barista? Is just somebody who uh, is an opinionated gay man. Absolutely. Who just once in a while will be like, you know what, Ezra? Your drinking's out of control and those shoes are horrible. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. You know, like, just, it upsets me. I totally agree. And I would like to see that along with more naked boys in season 6B. And the Ezra, um, if Ezra and Caleb end up being gay together, that would be amazing. Oh my god, wouldn't that be so sweet? I'm also excited to see Drunk Ezra. I'm so excited about Drunk Ezra. I love any time a character takes a, a, a drunk turn. It's and never, I feel like he's having excited. a really fun time. Oh yeah. Can we get Ian Harding more work? Can right. somebody put can him in more can things? Can someone get that man in more things? Because I feel like he looks really concerned that when the show is over, he would have nothing left. I know. He was and like, this is my first job. It is crazy how so many of their, like, first job are, like... Yeah. It's their very... Yeah. They they picked a really talented young group of actors. Yeah. Definitely. But let's make sure that Ian Harding and, you know, Caleb... The, yeah. And Keegan. And Keegan. I want to see them in more things. Yeah. Specifically Although, the three of them together. <laughs> and in a porno. Yeah. Keegan can deliver some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All oh right. my gosh, guys. Well, that was good. I'm excited. And I'm then, so uh, excited for the... And next week is Christmas. Sure. In the podcast world, Sue. Remember, we're, we're two weeks forward. Hashtag. No, what, what's even more exciting is that 
when this is comes out, we're only a month away from a new episode of Pretty Little Liars. Wait, let me make sure that my math is right. Yeah, because it'll come out here, and then next week's Christmas. Yeah. Oh, what a treat! All right, you guys. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Live your best life today. Do something today that allows you to live your best life. Yeah. Be, a, Be happy. Yeah. You Tweet, know? hashtag, I made it to the end. Yeah. Oh, oh Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes. That's where you can find us. We weren't us. drinking. We weren't drinking and we Damn forgot it. it. Um, I'm having water because I'm still hungover. Yeah. We were talking about best lives. I'm like, I'm going to try not to throw up and I'm going to get garbage bags to clean up my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like my life goals right now. <laughs> but um, if you're listening to this and you enjoy us, please review us. Um yes. Every star counts. Uh, every piece of feedback we take seriously. Um, we appreciate you guys so much. Um, thanks for listening. And since it is almost Christmas, don't forget you can email us uh, at gmail.com. We still have a couple of limited edition wine glasses left. Yes. Yeah. And guys, you're going to be such a hit at a party when you get them. I know. Everyone gets excited to see it. And if you don't want the wine glass, turkey for sandwich on lunch day, Tumblr, Cabernet merch at cabernet.com. So please uh, shoot us an email if you want to inquire about the special wine glasses or just visit cabernet.com and browse that merchandise there. And uh, you guys are fantastic. And we love you. Love you guys so much. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?